welcome to Media Mavens. This is episode 41. I'm Pam, and with me, as always, is Riley. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? We're recording so <laughs> early in day, late in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I know. It feels like we haven't had that much time. Between the last one? <laughs> between the last yeah. one. Yeah. So, uh, what have you been up to, though, since we last recorded? Well, uh, I guess the thing that's been taking up most of my time is I decided to sit down and watch Grey's Anatomy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw you mention it, and I was like, hmm, yeah. So, uh, pretty much, like, all I've been doing is I, so I finished the season that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then I went and I watched the first three episodes of the next season. Yeah, so I know some things. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's still garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. <laughs> I actually thought season 13 was pretty good. Like, I didn't find too much stuff was, yeah. you know, made me upset. I didn't really like that new doctor, Minnick, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like her. No. And and then Arizona bothered me for most of the season. And then Meredith was awful and Amelia was awful. <laughs> but other than that. Well, I think you... Okay, I'm trying to remember if this happened in the current season or not, but you find out why Amelia has been so not herself. Oh, okay. You find out in the next season. Yeah, I also really liked that... Um... I mean, I guess this is kind of spoilers if you care about Grey's Anatomy <laughs> season 13. Uh, I like that because someone was leaving the show and they've had a, a habit of like writing them off in really terrible ways. And yeah. I'm, I was happy with how this character went out. Which one? Stephanie? Yeah. Actually, yeah, that was a pretty good episode. It's not like George getting hit by a bus and being unrecognizable up until the very last minute before he dies. <laughs> or Shepard. Or yeah. Lacey. Or what's it, so what is that what her sister's name is? Oh, I Meredith's what sister. her name is. Maybe. Uh, Lexi. There we go. Lexi, yeah. Uh, and, and Mark. And Mark, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <And> Izzy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, they <laughs> write them all out, but they're like, they're gonna die now. Yeah. Really horribly. Yeah. So, I'm glad they didn't do that this time. Uh, yeah. I actually started watching it again from the beginning. Oh, really? I'm the worst. <laughs> huh? uh, they're all so little and young, and especially, notice the age difference in um, in Richard. He's, like, uh, yeah. so much younger. And I didn't remember how terrible the intro is, like the opening credits. Oh. Because I think they just sort of cut it down to just music in the newer seasons. But it started off and it was like showing like hospital equipment and like scalpels and things. (laughs) And then an eyelash curler and then like surgical (laughs) scrubs and then high heels. It's like, what? (laughs) She's a doctor, but she's also a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, oh man! I mean, I I like Grey's Anatomy, but it's just so fun to bag on. Yeah, it is. Oh man! <laughs> uh, and there's so much content too. 
Yeah. When, 14 seasons. Well, they're on their 14th, which is, yeah. like, ridiculous. Yeah, and it's full, like, 24-episode American network television yeah. ep- <laughs> seasons. So. Yeah, like, an hour's worth each episode, mm-hmm. and, oh my gosh, yeah, there's so much. It's like, what else can they do? But I guess, like, you know, there's no shortage of medical emergencies and stuff that you could put on an episode, so. Yeah, exactly. Aside from Grey's Anatomy, what have you been doing? Uh, there's a couple games that I played. I'll just mention them briefly. Uh, one is that I finally beat Axiom Verge, which is an indie game that's very much uh, influenced by the Metroid games. Mm. So I've never played a Metroid game myself, but now I kind of feel like I have. So you go through a sort of somewhat convoluted map and you get new powers that let you open different parts of the map and there are all kinds of different weapons and abilities that you can use and there's boss fights and I actually really like the game but I found it super long I don't I mean I guess it's like 15 maybe 16 hours which I guess isn't that bad but maybe it was just because I I wasn't that good at it, so I ended up replaying a lot of oh, so things. It feels longer, so it f- felt longer, and also I've been playing it since March, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah, felt okay. very long. Uh, so I finished that, and then Oxenfree was uh, on Games with Gold this month, and I've played that on PC before, but I decided I would give it another go because I really liked it the first time. Hmm. Did you ever play that? No, I think I have a copy of it, though, on Steam, so I want to play it, (laughs) but as with most games that I want to play, I usually just end up forgetting about them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's about these teenagers that go to this island for, like, a beach overnight beach party, but uh, they find this cave... And there's this weird thing with radio signals and something happens and all of a sudden everything goes really weird. And it's kind of like, it reminds me of Lost in a lot of ways, like that kind of creepy weirdness. And Mm. just the fact that it uses radio transmissions and you like find these anomalies and it picks up these signals and they're mysterious and you don't know where they're from. So it's got just that kind of scary element to it, even though I wouldn't call it a horror game. Yeah, like spooky, but not... Yeah, exactly. Which is good, because that's my speed. I'm not I'm not a real horror game person, especially not when I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you been playing anything? Uh, I actually jumped into Overwatch the other day. Whoa! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> because the Halloween event is happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I can't pass up a good event to spend money on loot boxes. But mm-hmm. I haven't bought loot boxes yet, so nice. that's good. <laughs> I haven't played since they made changes to Diva and Mercy. Mm-hmm. So I got, I played a little bit of Mercy. I was only playing like the arcade mode, uh, like Mystery Heroes. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't get to choose which one to, to play, but I got Mercy a couple times. I don't know. If I like what they've done to her. Hmm. <sighs> like the new res? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I was just like, there were so many times where I was like, 
I could have raised three people there, <laughs> or I could have raised two people there.、Uh, and then, like, ugh, I don't know. I I found it kind of awkward to play her. And then I found like there wasn't really a lot of times to use the one person res because by the time I got to it, and maybe this is just like timing that I screwed up on, but by the time I ended up over there. It wasn't、mm-hmm. worth it because it would be like one DPS to、right. res, and like everybody else was already dead. Oh, <laughs> like, okay, well, this is stupid. <laughs>、uh, so like that's where my three person res would have come in much handier.、Mm-hmm. I got to use the ultimate once,、uh. and it's cool, like flying around and stuff. That's pretty cool and healing people. But like, I don't know. I、Ugh. I was really excited at first. By the changes, and then I played them, and I was like, <laughs> "I don't think I like them."、Uh, but maybe like if I play in like actual quick match or competitive play and play her, then then maybe. But I feel like in competitive, I feel like there would be even more pressure to res somebody at the right time. Yeah, I I kind of go back and forth on the changes. Like I didn't really like the mass res and the play style that encouraged and made people. Pressure you into doing,、mm. but yeah, it was weird because I've played her a few times in competitive, and it hasn't fixed the problem of people telling you what to do.、Yeah. Like they call out for a res because they don't see that you've already res someone.、Uh, like a thirty second timer is substantial for reses,、mm-hmm. but、uh, I find it's useful a fair amount of the time. Like the Range is a bit of a problem, so you know if anyone's been stupid and they're way out of place, then like you can't res them, or else you will probably die yourself. But yeah,、uh, I think it's okay. Sometimes I like flying for the ultimate. I feel like it's did they nerf the damage part of it already? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I kind of like that better. Because when I first tried it, I was like, "What? What do I do? Should I, should I be shooting things? Should I be healing things? Like I don't." Understand, like、mm. I'm not that good of shot, so maybe I should just boost people. So now that they've nerfed that, I feel it's better. So like when the shit hits the fan, it's just like press Q and then fly way up into the air and just chain <laughs> heal everybody. So、yeah. I like it. I don't love it. I guess.、Mm. Yeah. And then I played a little bit of Diva. I've never been like super good on Diva, but if Well, it was like it wasn't bad, but it was just kind of like getting used to where all the buttons are.、Mm-hmm. Like, not like everything moved around, but like <laughs> one thing did. That's it. But、mm-hmm. it's still like when I would press one button to do something and does something else. Now I was like, <laughs> but the rocket barrage looks cool. Yeah, I really like it. I I never played Diva until just before she got changed,、mm. uh, and now on my、uh, second account that I made, that's mostly what I'm playing in competitive.、Mm. And I found that I'm actually a really good Diva. I think,、oh. <laughs> nice, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> Although I'm terrible with her alt,、ah. but I can get all golds in competitive without ever hitting anyone with an alt. So. <laughs> <laughs> I find like her alt is really good to be used as like a zoning tool. Yeah, to just like scare people、mm-hmm. or group them up. Yeah, I end up, I guess, using it more than that because I 
it, I don't know. I find it very hard to kill people with it. Like, I get super excited if I kill two or three people. I'm like, woo! Two or three is still good, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's just like it takes out the mercy, maybe. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Which is still good. Like, she yeah. needs to die. <laughs> yeah. Someone, who is it? They, that actually happened to me on the new, uh, the Junkertown map. I was like in a building and a diva like shot her mech in and it was exploding and I was like, I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I just died. Like I just stood there like looking right at it, like, I don't know where to go. I've never been on this map before. Yeah. And it just killed me and I was like, Oh, I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, yeah. I like to get it from people who are in the air. Like if, if there's a, a pharmacy that's just like way out in the middle of the air, it's like, haha, you have nowhere to hide. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Huh. I actually, I really like the new Junkertown map. I think that's probably my favorite new one that they've introduced in a while. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't like the, what was the one before that? Oasis? Oh, I like Oasis. Uh, and then there was the moon one. The moon. Oh, yeah. Horizon. Yeah. I don't. That one, I'm not. Eh, it's okay, I guess. Mm. But I really like Oasis. Uh, and I like Junkertown. I don't like Eichenwald still, though. <laughs> no. Even after the one doorway change that they opened up? I mean, that made it better, but it's just still not my favorite. Map. Yeah. That's fair. You know, watch. Oh, I noticed that it's like. 18 or something days until competitive season is over so that means i gotta do my <laughs> place to do your matches huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but like the next couple weekends for me are so busy mm. so i don't know when i'm gonna do them it'll be like <laughs> friday night or some shit when everybody's playing and so it'll just be like the most miserable 10 matches i've ever played uh yeah <sighs> I played some on Monday, which I guess was a holiday for everyone. I didn't realize that it was a holiday in the States, too. Yeah, they have Columbus Day, I think. Yeah, that's a stupid holiday. Garbage Man Day. Uh, so, yeah, Monday was just the worst. Monday, between my two accounts, I think I lost 10 games in a row. <laughs> like, I didn't win a single thing. Oh, no. Yeah. Ugh. So it was very, very bad. That's so sad. Yeah. I don't know why I kept playing. Like, I got on, <laughs> and the very first match, we start, people just, like, insta-lock into the stupidest characters, and then somebody leaves. And I was like, I think this is a sign that I shouldn't play anymore, but then I just kept playing. And it was a sign I shouldn't play anymore, because it was terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> So I've been liking playing on my second account because I was just like always Mercy on my first account. And huh. this one, I'm like, I'm not playing Mercy. I've done it a couple times just because I like winning more than playing the character I want to play. But yeah. I'm playing a lot of D.Va and a lot of Orissa. So, oh, yeah, she's interesting. I didn't realize uh, that you just for her like gravity ball thingy mm -hmm. that you just click it again and it does the thing oh <laughs> <laughs> i was like how are people getting it to do what they want to <laughs> i was just like flinging it out into the air like hoping and like positioning <laughs> myself <laughs> hoping that it would work and i'm like i'm so stupid <laughs> and then i just realized that oh yeah you just click it again and it does the thing <laughs> where yeah. you want it to uh, i 
<laughs> I wish that the uh, character screens, like when you press F1, were more useful and more detailed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I know they want to keep it simple, which I think is fine, but I if they took the approach like um, Warcraft did, like a number of years ago, where they had like the simple tooltips and the advanced tooltips, mm. I think that would be super useful because even some things like when Mercy's new alt went in, it's like, Mercy can fly. Her abilities are enhanced. Like, what does that mean? How long does she fly for? Like, mm, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. That should uh, that would be good because then like you don't get things like that happening to me exactly. <laughs> uh, did you watch the Last Jedi trailer? I did. Yes. What yes. did you think? Uh, uh Okay. So <laughs> everybody listening, please don't hate me. <laughs> oh no. Um. I. What if I hate you? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll just leave then right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so I didn't not like it, but I, I don't know. I wasn't as excited as I was hoping to be, I guess. Oh. Which isn't to say that I don't think it was a good trailer. It's just that <laughs> I, I don't know. It just didn't hit, like, the right notes for me. Uh, yeah. I mean, it looks cool. Star Wars. I love Star Wars, so, you know, whatever, but, um, <laughs> sorry, I feel like such a downer. <laughs> That's okay. I, uh, I liked it. I, the only thing I didn't like about it was there were one too many cute creatures in it for me. Oh, yeah, they're adding that little guy now. There's the a little pork? guy. Is that what yeah, he is? Yeah, I think so. And then there was a second one. Oh, the wolf not, fox guy. Yeah. And I was like, like mm, you know, this is seeming a little new trilogy-ish uh, mm. or prequel-ish. Uh, but I really like the trailer a lot. I mean, I have a tendency to just burst into tears at Star Wars music. So <laughs> yeah. that happened. And then when Carrie Fisher was in it, oh, I no. just like cried even harder. <laughs> uh, but I really like how it seems to be setting up Ray as like, being tempted by the dark side more yeah. than Luke ever was. So I think that could be exciting. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't want her to end up being on the dark side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me yeah. neither. Yeah. I want, like, I mean, because this is the, the middle episode, so this is where it'll get all, like, dark and it'll look grim. But, you know, I do want in the in the third one for her to come back to the light. Yeah. But I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited too. It's just like a little more low-key, I guess. <laughs> I feel like I should watch it again. I like, I snuck into the break room to watch it at work. So maybe that was part of why. Hmm. I feel like maybe if I had watched it at home, like playing on the TV or whatever, it would have been better. But I don't know. Other than that, I watched uh, Gerald's Game, which oh. is a new Netflix original movie mm. based on the Stephen King book, and it was really good. It was like a a thriller, I guess. It's about this woman and her husband, and they go out to this remote cabin to try to like rekindle their love life, mm. and then something bad happens 
and it's uh, and then it's sort of like a survival kind of story uh and like a psychological mind games kind of story and it was it was good it was very disturbing at parts but uh the lead was carla gugino i can never pronounce her name but i love her she's fantastic and she did a really good job since uh she spent the almost the entire movie just in a single room so uh she really sold the performance and i really liked the movie Hmm. yeah i saw i guess a trailer for it like a netflix trailer for it and it popped Mm -hmm. up on like watch this now (laughs) for me but um that's good that that it sounds like it was good because yeah. it was kind of like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was good. It very much rested on her because uh, there was only a few people in the movie. So, uh, yeah, it was a nice little contained thriller. Yeah, instead of the old, like, Black Mirror where it's like a bunch of seasons and some episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, so another one of the K-pop groups that I listen to uh, they, uh, had their fall comeback, um, and they released a new album, which is mostly the, like, self-written and self-produced, uh, which is oh. kind of a first for this group. Well, I guess I could mention their name, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so these guys are GOT7, and the guys that I usually listen to, that's BTS, um, mm-hmm. and GOT7 is, like, they're a group that I knew of before I knew about BTS, so it's kind of good that they kind of are getting back in, like, onto the radar because their last couple albums have been, like, really, like, really overproduced. Um, and, like, their singles, there's been so much going on uh, in, like, the chorus. So, like, the beginning will start out uh fine and then you get to the chorus and there's just like there's too much noise like way too much background noise and like so loud and they kind of uh went in a completely different direction into more of like less uh like edm less like really heavy bass and like random (laughs) noises Mm -hmm. and because they uh have like written and produced their tracks it's like they in interviews and stuff, they seem a lot more invested uh, compared to, like, their previous albums, mm-hmm. um, which is really good. And, like, this is kind of the sound that I've been hoping that they would go for. Um, two of their members actually had, a like, a subunit of the group where they released an EP uh, of their own music, and it's kind of got a similar sound to that. Mm-hmm. And I loved that EP, so, <laughs> um, yeah, their new album is... Are really good and I'm like I don't own a lot of uh, K-pop albums but I'm definitely considering buying theirs because the music is so good and then the like the packaging and everything for it is just beautiful like it's it's like a booklet and then like inside the booklet is like the CD and then there's like a photo book inside of all of them but like the cover mm-hmm. is like this really like really nice like dusky pink and I'm like, yes, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's been really good to listen to, and it's like it's it's a different style than BTS, even. So it's been good to have like different stuff, like different K-pop styles, I guess, mm-hmm. to listen to. Um, so I've really been enjoying that. Awesome. 
Uh, what else have I done? I started watching The Good Place, which, which I feel what like is that? <laughs> I feel like everyone has been talking about it. I've heard about it on like a number of podcasts. Uh, I think Miska was talking about it on Twitter, mm. uh, and Sarah was talking about it on Twitter. It was about this girl who's um, what's her face from <laughs> shit. <laughs> Veronica Mars? Oh, 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 Yes, it's her. What's her name? Kristen Bell? Yes, that's who it is. Uh, and she dies and she goes to the good place where all like the super good people in life go. But it turns out it was a mistake and uh, she was actually kind of a shitty person in <laughs> real life. So... Uh, this neighborhood of the good place that she's in uh, she goes to and like your soulmates there and you get a house that reflects who you were in life and so she goes there and like her soulmate is not her soulmate and the house has like creepy clown pictures all (laughs) over and it's a quaint little cottage and meanwhile she was like super selfish and shallow and materialistic in life Mm. and uh, things start to go wrong sort of as a result of her being there mistakenly so uh it's just sort of the the hijinks that ensue from that and uh over the episodes she tries to learn to be a good person so that maybe she can stay there because anyone who is not like the best of the best of the humans uh goes to hell apparently okay (laughs) so she doesn't want to go there yeah and it's uh it's pretty good. I everyone ta- hyped it up so much that once I watched it I was like, "Oh yeah, this is okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the problem with everybody talking about something. Mm-hmm. Uh I I don't know, I'm maybe 5 episodes in, so I mean, I'll definitely watch the rest of the season. Uh it's got a really good cast to it and everything, but uh yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been doing anything else? Uh, no, that's it. The only last thing I'll mention, because I've had it on the show notes and deleted it like (laughs) three weeks (laughs) in a row, is that I read Blood of the Elves, which is one of the books that the Witcher series is based on. Uh, So I've never read the books before. And this was good, but it tried to do too much. I really liked that. It was a lot about Ciri, who is one of the main characters from The Witcher 3, as opposed to being about Geralt, the Witcher. So there was a lot of Ciri and Yennefer and Triss, uh, and I really liked those parts, and Ciri being trained because she's like a special she's got elder blood in her so she's got these like powers that people are trying to get and take advantage of uh so i really like those parts but i didn't like sort of like the political machinations sort of in the background that occasionally the story would flip to Uh. but uh it's just sort of like weighed down by just like the politics and the names of all the kingdoms and the names of all the kings and all the like rich people and it's just like okay like I don't need to know all these names even though they're familiar because I've played all the games but I much preferred it when it was more of a smaller story about Siri learning from uh, Triss or Yennefer so so the game the game is based on those books 
Yep. So that's interesting to me that the books, like at least the one that you read, didn't have much Geralt in it. Yeah, I. it's really difficult to find out exactly what the order of the books is. Because mm. I believe that Blood of the Elves is the first, uh, like, full novel but i think there was a couple first that were more like uh short stories and i assume that those are more about Geralt. interesting because yeah because i i was also kind of surprised that it ended up not being that much about him but yeah well it's like it's based on or based off of these books and then the books are like Geralt doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> the game is like, no, here's a dude as your protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. He basically just takes Siri and like brings her to the place where all the witchers are so she can train with them. And then he goes off to do something else. So. <laughs> Witcher things, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I guess that's it for what we've been doing. We can move on to listener questions, of which there are many. So thank you, everyone, who sent in questions. I think we will actually have to cut some, just since there are so many. Uh, do you want to start it off? Um, so we have a question from at Guppy on Twitter. Have you played the Stranger Things game yet? It's on mobile and it's actually free, not free to play. It's retro pixel adventure RPG goodness. I was not aware of a Stranger Things (laughs) game until I read this question. But after I read the question, I downloaded it and I played a little bit of it. (laughs) (laughs) So I have played it now. Uh, I think I'm 10% into it. And it's pretty cool. It's very much like... I don't know, I guess like the original Legend of Zelda, except I don't like the original Legend of Zelda. So (laughs) (laughs) this one I actually like. You start off as uh, the police officer, whose name I don't remember, Um, and you find out all the kids are missing, so you have to go find them, and you sort of basically go through dungeons where you need to solve, you know, simple puzzles to open up the way and you have to fight some enemies so it's pretty cute and there's collectibles like you can find egos and you can find vhs <laughs> tapes and i think the whole game is actually just basically marketing for the second season because if you collect all the vhs tapes you can go to the theater in town and then you'll see a trailer so oh, <laughs> oh that's kind of smart mm-hmm hmm. Yeah, so it's cool. I'm I'm not a huge fan of mobile like screen tapping games. I like controllers in my hand when yeah. I play video games, but you know, <laughs> I'll probably play through it on the subway maybe. Sounds like a good subway game. The next question is from Orkchop who asks do you think the Overwatch League is going to do well? I hear a lot of stories about pro teams dropping out of Overwatch because they didn't get a league spot. Ugh, man, like, Overwatch League is one of those weird things where I'm kind of just, like, I don't know what they want to accomplish with it. Like, because it sounds cool, but it almost sounds like it would be better suited as, like, more of an amateur league, and then there'd be, like, a separate pro division. But I don't know how you, like... How would you separate that where both sides are happy about where they end up? Right. 
so what is so i mean i know you just said you don't really know the purpose of it but <laughs> like what have they said is their purpose for uh, it? pretty sure it's like they want like they want different cities to have their own teams mm-hmm. and then they fight each other Okay. okay, I'm just reading the site now. It says, the Overwatch League is on a mission to celebrate fans and afford them opportunities to become champions through a professional esports ecosystem that embraces passion and rewards excellence. So, yeah, I think we've talked about this before, how that makes it sound like it's for anyone, but yeah. it's not. Like, no. you still have to be super <laughs> skilled. I mean, I, I guess if you get into Overwatch League, you basically become a pro. And yeah. I'm not sure if there's any, like, if you're in league, can you still do other competitions? And It's unfortunate because I don't really see it doing super well. Mm-hmm. But I think that comes from, like, I don't see Overwatch as an eSport compared to, like, League of Legends, for example. Whereas I'm like, right. yeah, that's an esport, and I don't know if that's just because I'm like, well, that's the genre. Obviously, MOBAs are esports, <laughs> uh, or if that's just because like I play Overwatch and I'm like, this is not an esport to me, uh, or maybe because like where we are in Canada, there's no opportunity to like go watch league matches. Because hmm. I was talking to my boyfriend about this. Uh, and I was like, you know, if, cause Blizzard set up this Blizzard arena or whatever in Burbank, mm-hmm. like what it looks like at BlizzCon where they have like the teams against each other. And like, if there were one here, like in Toronto, maybe I would, sure I'd go on weekends and stuff. I just don't, I don't know if it's like there yet. Right. Like, it's just not, I don't know. It's just not something that. I'm like, oh yeah, esports, Overwatch. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh, I don't know why, but it's just because this is Overwatch is the only game that I'm actually interested in maybe watching as an esport. Mm. Uh, I ha- I mean, I haven't watched much. I watched when Canada was in the <laughs> yeah. World Cup. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, so I liked that, and I would like to watch the finals when they're on at BlizzCon. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's because I do understand the game, so I know what's going on, whereas a lot of the esports games I just don't really play at all, so I don't have an interest in watching them. Yeah. Hmm. Now I'm wondering if that's, like, my own bias, where I'm like, you're not good at this game, so therefore it's an esport. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and being like, you're okay at Overwatch, so, you know... It's not an esport? Like, I don't know. I don't know why I would think that way, but I think that's the way that my brain is going. Mm. Where it's like, this can't possibly be an esport because you can play it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, The next one is from Loguppy again. I usually get into games late because I tend to buy them in bunches on sale. What's your favorite game that you were late to the party on? So for this one, I had to go through Groovy to look (laughs) at my favorite games and 
think of what I didn't play. Uh, I mean, there's like the ones that I was real, real late to the party on, like Snatcher, which I just played in the last few years, uh-huh. or Gun Knack, which are like now some of my favorite games that were released in, you know, the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of games I felt late to the party on, I think one of the, my favorites is Dead Space. Uh, that came out in 2008, and I think I played it in 2015, and that was after Dead Space 2 and after Dead Space 3, which kind of, from what I hear, ruined the series. Mm. So, yeah, I didn't get into Dead Space until that had kind of, that was no longer a thing people talked about, I guess, but mm. I, I really like that game. I feel like I should sign up for a Groovy account so that I <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure, like, most games that I've played, I've been on, like, the peripheral of them. Like, where it's kind of, like, not too far away. Like, I came into the... I'm going to talk about Mass Effect. I came into the Mass <laughs> Effect series in the uh, second game. Mm-hmm. So, like, any of the stuff that happened in the first game, like, I didn't know about at all. Right. But then, like, I kept up and then caught up, so I don't know if that really counts. I guess Fallout, I've only played Fallout 4. Oh. So, I don't know if that counts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I liked Fallout 4, although I've heard it's not the best one. Yeah, I feel like everything else has kind of been either, like, close enough that people are maybe still talking about it, or... Oh. Actually, I know a game that I was late to the party to. Portal. (laughs) oh actually that's a good one yeah i think i was late to that as well yeah i didn't play portal until way after all of the cake is alive memes were like dead (laughs) like run into the ground and i was like i finally understand (laughs) (laughs) i can't make those jokes anymore because it's over (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's a good one. The only other thing I thought of was The Last of Us, because I didn't play that until it got re-released on PS4, although I kind of feel like there was another party (laughs) after it was re-released on PS4. Yeah, yeah, because didn't the re-release also include the DLC? I think so. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people went back. Mm -hmm. And the DLC made it better. Better? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Alright, the next question is from a Latino lawyer, and it is, what are your favorite foreign language films? Hmm. Mm, Train to Busan. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a good one. That's like a recent one, though, for me. I don't know if, like, any of them, any particularly stand out. Yeah, I also thought of Train to Busan. That was a really good (laughs) zombie movie and a good sort of contained horror. Uh, I really liked that one. And then the other one is one that I talked about a few episodes ago, which is Cabby Cushy Cabby Gum, which is a Bollywood epic about families torn apart by people marrying outside of their caste and one brother trying to reunite the family with another and it spans from india over to england and it's like four hours long and they're singing (laughs) and there's dancing and 
thunderclaps every time the father of the household <laughs> is angry. <laughs> uh, I love it. I actually really like any Bollywood movie with Shah Rukh Khan and Kajol. They are my they're my favorites. Uh, although all my Bollywood knowledge is like. 10 to 15 years old at this point so i don't know any (laughs) any current ones (laughs) yeah (laughs) i remember okay so i I have watched another uh korean movie recently and the english translation for it is my idiot brother but but the korean translation is just like it's just their word for older brother so i don't know yeah (laughs) So, so because i think they're referring to like yeah, I think they're still referring to the older brother who doesn't really have his shit together, but, like, he's not an idiot, so I don't know why the English <laughs> translation is like that. Um, but uh, this one is about, like, a boy who uh, is, like, excelling in judo, mm-hmm. um, and, like, his older brother is not in the picture at all. Uh, and then during one of the matches, he actually, like, gets slammed hard enough into the ground that he goes blind. Um, and so his brother has to come home to take care of him. So it's like, kind of like a feel good, like family film, I guess, where like, they kind of fix their relationship. And, you know, he like, you know, even though he's blind, he and like lost his Olympic a chance he actually like goes to the Paralympics and can still compete and his brother cheers him on and it's really good it's also really sad (laughs) but it's really good yeah that one was pretty good too the next one next question is from our friend sarah at serene wow on twitter if you could permanently delete an overwatch (laughs) hero who would it be and why and her caveat is that we have to pick different heroes this is a good question because i've definitely just written off angry tweets <laughs> delete bastion delete Junkrat, delete genji um so one it's also like is it the character i don't want to play against or the character i don't want to play with mm. like ah uh, i ah uh, so the the Okay, so my first my first thought, my very, very first thought when I first saw this question was delete Mercy. Oh. <laughs> because I was like, then people will shut up about her. Oh. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want them to delete Mercy. Like, I just, I, I want the discourse gone. I don't mm-hmm. want Mercy gone. <laughs> delete the players. Delete, yeah. <laughs> delete everybody who has <laughs> shitty opinions about her. I, the character that I get most annoyed by uh, is Genji, for sure. Genji feels like my counter, just like my personal counter. It doesn't matter who I'm playing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everyone else, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) I don't really have anybody that's like as annoying to play against. Or if you have an unskilled player playing genji as annoying to play with uh than that mm-hmm. than that character i think in my experience yeah yeah that's a good one i so i was thinking one of the snipers mm. because 
I don't like getting sniped, <laughs> first of all, but also it would be really nice to start a game and not just have two Instalock snipers. <laughs> like, have, for that to just not be an option, that would be amazing. But, uh, and maybe this is just based on current power levels. I think I'd have to say Junkrat. Mm. Uh, he's really annoying. The fact that he can just sit behind a wall and just lob bombs at you <laughs> that you can, like, accidentally run into while you're running back from spawn. Yeah. And the fact that he can basically fly as well as Farah now with his stupid the double, double mine. Uh, and his tire is also fast, stupid and too fast. Like, yeah. yeah. So I would say Junkrat. Yeah, and, like, his bombs don't damage him anymore. Yeah. That needs to come back because that encourages like like he just runs people. into you yeah. and like throws a mine in your face and you're dead yeah. and he's fine. Yeah, no. It should yeah, I it's yeah. <laughs> they should put that back in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next question is from the quarry and it is if you could have Blizzard put all their resources into one of its IPs, which one would it be and why? I mean, the one that I'm playing the most right now is Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> so that feels like an easy answer. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Like uh I haven't played Hots for probably 6 months. Yeah. I'm never going to play Warcraft again. No. I don't like Diablo or Hearthstone, so yeah. it's got to be Overwatch. Although, I also feel like, other than the sort of, like, moderation yes. and wielding the ban hammer, I think, you know, as far as game content goes, they're they're doing good. Yeah, like, I I, I liked uh, HOTS when it came out, um, and I played a lot of it. I definitely do not play as much as I did. And that's only because Overwatch came out. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, yeah, like you said, I'm not going to play Warcraft again. I am horrible at Hearthstone, so I'm not going to play Hearthstone. So, yeah, I guess, like, if I had to pick one, probably Overwatch. And that's only, that's, like, super selfish because I'm like, yeah. I like Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I like playing Overwatch. Uh, so, yeah, but I mean, like, that question's interesting because then I'm like, but they're such a huge company. Like, what, like, if they put, uh, like, all their resources into Overwatch, does that mean that we would get, like, Overwatch spinoffs and stuff? Maybe. Overwatch anime? <laughs> we could get Overwatch single-player campaigns. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, that cemented my answer. <laughs> Yes. I take back what I said about being happy with the content they're putting out. <laughs> <Give> me, <laughs> I'm not happy. Give me single player Overwatch. Yeah. Thanks. The next question is from Orkchop again, and he asks, have you watched Jane the Virgin? And if so, what do you think of it? Yes. And I love it. I think it's a fantastic <laughs> show. It uh, It's very soapy. And, I mean, there's, like, love triangles and murders and exciting stuff like that. But there's also, like, this really lovely, pure heart to it that's just about Jane and her mom and her abuela and how much they love on each other and support each other. So, oh. yeah, it's nice. 
I haven't watched it, so I can't comment. <laughs> you should watch it. If I don't, I don't know if it's on Netflix still. Uh, it was on Netflix. It's on, I know it's on Crave now. Oh, okay. I'll check. I'll check. Let's see. Uh, the next question is from the Doc Web. And he says, maybe more of a suggestion than a question, but based on the discussion last week, have you considered doing an episode where you get together with local friends and past guests and record an in-person tabletop gaming session? That would be a fun episode to listen to. Hmm. Uh, I hadn't considered that. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's definitely something that we could do. Do like a one-shot of like a pre-made adventure from D&D. Oh yeah. Oh, that could be good. And then just put like one of the Yeti microphones in the middle of the table. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have that like 2-hour campaigns? Um I don't know if they're like 2 hours, but it's meant to be done in like one one session. So you'd have like Okay. Maybe like for actually i want to like let's be a little more generous i would say like maybe like <laughs> six hours so if you do it on like a saturday or something hmm. um and just have everybody get together that sounds like more of like a long weekend kind of thing yeah that could that could maybe be a thing it's a matter of yeah. getting people together mm-hmm. and scheduling everything but huh, maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> Okay, so the last two questions are from the doc web. So the penultimate question is, uh, in light of the Handmaid's Tale Season 2 discussion from last week, uh, what standalone novels do you think might benefit from a continuation of their story or setting in another medium? And are there any specific settings you would particularly like to explore further? Standalone. Yeah, that, that was what I got stuck on. Hmm. Uh, even though I did go through my Goodreads, I found <laughs> it difficult to find standalone books, especially books that hadn't uh, sort of already? come out in some other format yeah. already. Uh, so I'm going to cheat a little here and open it up to standalone Seriously? anything <laughs> <laughs> or just things I would like to see continued in some other medium. Yeah. So the first one I thought of was the game Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Um, I know World of Darkness is like a tabletop RPG and that's sort of been continuing as far as that setting goes. But I'd really like either another game in the same vein of it or to see it come to television like as a show. Mm, Like True Blood. (laughs) Yeah, like True Blood except better better (laughs) another thing which is kind of a book and although i'm more thinking about the movie is uh the legend of sleepy hollow i feel like that hasn't been explored in any games like the headless horseman has sort of made some appearances in like world of warcraft and i think there's a headless horseman in king's quest 7 but like i feel like there hasn't been Hmm. a sleepy hollow video game at is all he, is he in the any of the wolf among us telltale games did you play those at all yeah hmm. I, don't, uh, I don't know i don't remember seeing 
him in the game, but like then the game is based off of the Fables graphic novels, so I don't know if he's mm-hmm. in those. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't have like his own game. No. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he, there's like movies and TV shows, like too many mm. of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I feel like usually when something gets taken and, like, there's lots of movies and shows, eventually it becomes a game, but this is, uh, I don't think there ever has been one mm. directly. I mean, I am a sucker for, like, space things, so, like, if they made the Paradox trilogy, the Fortune's Pawn, uh, mm-hmm. that one, if they, like, made that into, like, a movie or a TV series, I'd be totally down. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of the like the Dragon Age novels, especially the ones that happened like before any of the games, uh, like the Last Flight, um, which is about like the Grey Wardens, mm-hmm. which is my personal uh, favorite Dragon Age novel. That would be really cool. Like it'd be kind of cool to have like a TV series about the Grey Wardens because oh my god, they're my favorite. Oh, I love yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> So I would I would kill uh, to have like some kind of series about about Grey Wardens. I think it'd be so cool to have like a TV series, kind of like uh, maybe like Game of Thrones ish, but like less maybe like with like less sexism and violence. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because then you could see, like, the griffins that they ride on and, like, how they deal with, like, the... I It's been so long since I played Dragon Age. What are <laughs> the creepy dudes called that get... Darkspawn? Yes. Thank you. Those guys. <laughs> how they deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yes. That. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, the Grey Wardens are my favorite part of dragon age as well so more of them would be nice (laughs) uh and the one other one that i thought of was lost odyssey which is a jrpg on the xbox 360 uh throughout the game you find these little stories and they're just like little vignettes of like stories that don't even really have anything to do with the characters in the game but they're you know just little stories that are like happy or sad or tragic uh and it would be neat to have like a little collection of those short stories or more short stories sort of like inspired by lost odyssey Hmm. i think that would be neat cool all right and the last question also from the doc web is what film and what game have the best original music hmm film for me, I think probably I want to go with uh, like Indiana Jones hmm. because that's like super iconic music. But then as I'm saying this right now, I'm kind of like, actually, no, maybe uh, something like Alien or like Blade Runner, like the first the first Blade Runner with like the boing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if we're going for, like, music, like, orchestral music, then probably, like, Indiana Jones. I, I was gonna say Star Wars. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because that's very iconic, and as I said, 
causes me to cry. Yes. <laughs> uh, so like Luke's theme and Leia's theme, like I love all that stuff. Yeah. But the other movie that I really like the score of is Jurassic Park. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think John Williams just does all of them, all the soundtracks we talked about <laughs> other than Blade Runner. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so Star Wars or Jurassic Park, one of one of those. Mm. Yeah, Jurassic Park is good. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, okay, so have you seen like the the newest one or whatever, like Jurassic World? I have. Okay. So you know how like I'm gonna spoil this. So if you haven't seen it and you care about spoilers, don't listen. Um, <laughs> uh but like at the very end when like the T Rex is free, uh just like kind of like in the first one. And then, like, the music swells. It's like, ba da da ba da da I was in the theater, and, like, as goofy as it sounds, I was like, dinosaurs! I was like, I can't believe that they put the original music over the new, the new film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I just love dinosaurs, okay? Me too. <laughs> Man. I remember when Jurassic Park came out, how into dinosaurs I was. I remember there was, yeah. like, <laughs> dinosaur magazines, and they would come with, like, parts of a sculpture, and you could, like, build your own T-Rex. Uh-huh. And... Did you ever have those, like, little wooden skeletons and stuff that you could put together? Yeah. Yeah. I had, like, a Stegosaurus, a T-Rex. There's lots of good dinosaur content. <laughs> and I think I saw Jurassic Park in the theater three times. Oh. And I was 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, and then uh, best original music for a game is Bastion for me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Give you one guess <laughs> as to what comes to mind first for me. Uh, Mass Effect. Yo. Yeah. Uh, but like all the whole trilogy, because I don't think you mm-hmm. can have like you can take them all separately, but then you'd have to pick one, and that's too hard. So, mm-hmm. uh, but the correct answer would be two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though the third ones is very good, like I can't listen to the third uh, Mass Effect soundtrack without being like instantly transported back to like. The very like just before the very end, before it gets mm. disappointing and weird. Bye to everyone. Yeah, and like yeah. going up into the conduit. Uh, the last time, like the music that plays, I think the track is called "I'm Proud of You." Anytime I hear that, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, or even like, despite the fact that I'm never gonna play Warcraft again. Um. Some of the music in World of Warcraft is just absolutely beautiful, so... But I'm still going to stick with with Mass Effect for mine. I also have gotten more of an appreciation of Final Fantasy. Mm. Uh, like, the Final Fantasy VII music, mm-hmm. which <laughs> I didn't realize, but it most of it was reused from earlier Final Fantasies. Oh. Like, I just played Final Fantasy two or four, depending on where you're from uh and like the music was all the same i was like what they just reused all of it like the main the main themes that you think of 
uh yeah they're this they're the same Hmm. so i don't know they've had good music for a long time yeah there's there's something about so the the first playstation was like my first console so like final fantasy 7 the original tomb raider like those those games too have music where like if i hear it i'm like and like i feel like my head goes like 90 degrees i'm like hello yes (laughs) yeah final fantasy 7 like the music from that like brings me back to like sitting under blankets and trying to play it really late at night (laughs) Mm -hmm. when i wasn't supposed to (laughs) yeah (laughs) and also the sound of the playstation starting yeah yeah (laughs) which is the best yes it is (laughs) all right so that's all of our questions for this episode uh thank you for everyone who asked us questions um riley where can people find you uh you can find me on twitter at uh calary with an underscore it's k-a-l-e-r-i with an underscore and you can also find me on twitch.tv where I'm streaming two nights a week now because I've decided that three is something I can't commit to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's twitch.tv slash with no underscore. And you can find me on Twitter at Josila underscore or on YouTube where my channel is called Cannot Be Tamed. And if you have any feedback or questions, you can reach out at mediamavenscast at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at underscore mediamavens. And if you want to discuss or comment on any of our episodes, we have a forum over at cartridgeclub.org. And if you like the show, leave us a review. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.